Welcome to the Blossom Experiment Podcast, a platform created to inspire you to dive deep into your own journey of being human. I'm your host, Kami Minerbo, and I am here to take you along with me in this beautiful experiment of blossoming into the best and most limitless versions of ourselves. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Blossom Experiment Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that I really, really, really love. I know that I always say this, but this one has like a very special place in my heart. And it's something that I've dealt with for as long as I can remember. And that is body acceptance. So tips, my top tips on body acceptance. So on our first episode, I mentioned that I've dealt a lot with eating disorders and uh, body acceptance in general for myself. And this is something that really, really came up six years ago, I guess, or five years ago. And that's when I first developed like my, I guess, like one of my biggest eating disorders yet but after really <laughs> analyzing it for a bit because I always analyze my myself and my past self <laughs> myself as like a child I've started realizing that I've actually always had some kind of eating disordered pattern or some kind of issue with my body and food and exercise in general And I still want to do a proper episode in which I explain and go over all of my eating disorders and all of my story with it because I think it's a very important part of my story and also it's a very important part of yeah my life in general and why I do what I do and it's a very big part of my message as well uh, especially surrounding self-love and body positivity body acceptance and yeah and I think that it's something that I really really want to touch upon and that's why I've decided to cover this tips on body acceptance in today's episode. So the first thing that I really want to say is that it's not body acceptance is not a linear journey. It it's it's not and it doesn't have to be. So ah uh, this is such a big one because for me sometimes I really get caught up in my mind because like one week I'm super happy with my body and then the other week I'm like not that happy about it and I just I get really upset because I keep thinking, oh, man, like I've been dealing with this for such a long time. When is this going to finally end? And I guess it's more about the journey than it's actually about the destination, you know, and it's something that I struggle. <laughs> I really do struggle with realizing, but I think it's the first thing that I w really wanted to state Because sometimes you feel awesome in your body and the other and other times you feel not that awesome. And that's fine, you know, have compassion for yourself, have compassion for yourself on the days that you don't feel like it and that you don't feel great in your body and then you don't feel confident in it. And I think that's really important because sometimes our minds can get so caught up in this, like in reaching a specific point and in reaching a specific outcome that it's going to use this moment 
in which you're not that confident in your body to really make you suffer <laughs> in some way. It's going to make you feel really bad about not getting there all of the time. And so I'm here <laughs> to tell you that that's fine. It's fine. You don't have to be perfect all of the time. It's just going back to that first episode, the thing that the thing about imperfection and impermanence. So yeah, it's not a linear journey and it doesn't have to be and that's I think one of the the beautiful things on this body acceptance journey. So that's like the first base and the first like really, really important thing. Now let's move on to my top tips. So the first one, it's recognizing your body for what it truly is. And that is a machine. Your body is your vehicle for you to experience life on earth. That's it. Like it's a vehicle for you to experience your emotions, your challenges, your experience, like whatever experience it is. It's a vehicle and it's a machine that is working perfectly. And when I say perfectly, <laughs> I don't mean the external aspect of it. Although the external aspect is always perfect even though our minds are going to make up something about it it's always perfect and your internal aspects are also always perfect as well so i think that's really important for us to discuss and start with because sometimes we really get caught up in our aesthetic and our external aspect and the external aspect of our body but we actually forget about how perfect it is in the inside all of our organs are working all of our heart is beating <laughs> is pumping life to all of our cells we're breathing we like inhale oxygen and i'm not that good <laughs> in biology but like we are a living breathing being and it's perfect like when you really stop and research about it which i've done a few times <laughs> but not that much because I really am, like, I suck at biology. But when you really stop and research about it, there are so many tiny things that happen in our bodies that make it this amazing machine for us to experience life. And so if you're able to taste a delicious ice cream or if you're able to do a crazy handstand posture or even a simple down dog, if you're able to feel someone else's touch, if you're able to smile, to laugh, to run, to <laughs> to walk, to whatever, you know, it's so many small things that we can do because of our perfect bodies. And I think that sometimes we don't give it the recognition it actually deserves. And so this is the really big first tip that I wanted to state because I really do think that our bodies deserve this recognition for what it's doing inside of us instead of us just focusing on the external and, and, and on how we look on the outside. So this is the first thing. Please recognize your body for what it truly is. Please recognize how perfect your body already is independently of what you think it looks and what you think your flaws are on the outside and i just want to add here that i do think that everybody not everybody like every 
body <laughs> but also everybody i do think that everybody is perfect the way it is okay moving on to our second big tip and that is speaking to your body when you need to so this one for me was a really really big changer because when i really started speaking to my body i understood how freaking smart and intelligent my body actually was so when i had for example cramps like menstrual cramps or when i had a headache or when i had some kind of disease not a disease but like some kind of inconvenience i guess you can say <laughs> in my body i started really going inside of this kind of inconvenience and also asking my body what that inconvenience quote unquote actually meant so this might sound a bit weird for some people but i really like to talk to my body when i feel that something is off with it so for example if i have any of those inconveniences or if i have something like my period is late or i have some kind of pain in my hips or in my arms or in my legs whatever in some kind of like any aspect of my body that is hurting in pain or there's an inconvenience or quote-unquote or a disease or a symptom, anything, I go inside of my body and I ask my body, what is it that you want to show me? What's going on? Because I do believe that everything that our bodies are showing in the external as a symptom, as a disease or as a, a pain in some in some way. It's actually a way of our body to communicate with us about something in our inside, on our emotions, on our feelings, in our spiritual body that's happening. And so our bodies, they communicate this kind of uh, this disharmony or this unbalance that's happening in our energetic body in some way, it communicates it to us with these pains or diseases or symptoms or whatever. And so it's really, for me, it was a very big changer when I started talking to my body because it actually started answering. <laughs> Not like in a, like a chat with your friend kind of answer, but it was much more like a... Like you could, like a feeling kind of way. So you could, so I would ask my body, okay, why is my period late? It's fine. I would put my hands on my uterus and I would tell my body, it's fine. My period can come. I don't know why you're late. I don't know what you're trying to tell me, but please be my guest. <laughs> just, just, you're fine, you know? And two days later, I would get my period. It would be something like so many weird, but at the same time, beautiful things. And it was amazing to see how much I can I could communicate with my body and that from that point on it was it was as if I started to build a relationship with my body and so this is I think this is so beautiful because I started talking to it I started realizing it was smart it was intelligent it was just there to help me it was there because it was my temple and it was there because it was my vehicle and this beautiful machine for me to experience the world. And 
from that point on, I started real. I started building this foundation and this relationship with my body. And then from that point on, it was so much harder for my mind to say horrible things to my body. Because it was as if I was building this relationship with a friend or even like a loved one. And... It's so much harder to say bad things about your friends than it is to say bad things about a stranger, <laughs> right? Because you don't have a relationship with them. You don't have a connection with them. And so when you don't have this relationship, or when you don't have this connection to your body, it's as if your body was a stranger to you. But when you really start talking to your body and speaking to your body and building this relationship and this connection, you start realizing and understanding, oh, okay, so this headache, I think it's because I didn't drink that much water today. Or like, you end up asking your body, body, why do I have a headache today? And then you feel in your body or even you get answers in your like from your heart or something. Oh, it's because I didn't drink enough water. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, body. I I honor you and tomorrow I commit to you to drinking more water. And so tomorrow you drink more water and you feel much better. So this is a dialogue. This is a relationship. So it's those small things that start bringing you a much more vast connection and like a deeper relationship with your body and then I think it makes it much harder for you and your ego to say bad things about yourself and about your body because you're yeah you're just building this beautiful relationship with it so I think this is a very big tip as well and like a huge game changer for me so moving on to my third tip and that is becoming aware of your thought patterns and what's not working for you in terms of body acceptance and body positivity so something that really really helped me in this process was when i started working with a therapist and a nutritionist and both of them were focused on eating disorders and since I had two times a week where I had it wasn't like an obligation but since I had two times a week where I could freely express myself about my thoughts uh, surrounding my body and surrounding my eating patterns as well I became really really aware of what I was thinking when I was eating and also when I was in my day-to-day -day, maybe looking at myself in the mirror or even when I was, I don't know, laying down and I could feel something in my body. Like, for example, I could feel a bit of my tummy and I would get like really, really upset because I didn't want to feel it because I, I wanted to be skinny and stuff like that. And so those two times a week in which I had time to freely express myself about my thoughts and my, yeah, my thoughts surrounding my body and eating patterns as well, it was when I started becoming aware of what I was actually thinking about my body. And so it became so, so obvious to me what I was thinking and so clear that it actually started to scare me because those thoughts crossed my mind in such an automatic way that I didn't even realize. And that was scary for me because for the first time in 26 years, I finally stopped to listen, to understand and realize 
what was the message that I was conveying to my body? And it, it scared me because I, would, I finally realized that I would look at myself in the mirror and I would hate my body. I would just point out everything that I hated on it. I would point out how much I hated my tummy. I would point out how, how I hated my cellulite. I would just freaking crush it. I would crush my body. And I didn't even realize I was doing it because I wasn't aware. I wasn't conscious of it. And so for me, this is really important because sometimes we are passing a message to our body that we're not even aware of. And can you imagine yourself and your body receiving that message every day, constantly, even even more than you actually are than you're actually aware. And can you like can you actually imagine your body like as if it was a person receiving that message? It could be a message that like you hate your body, so you're constantly saying, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Can you imagine if it was actually a person? Like if my body was a person that had to stick with me for 26 years, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be with me. <laughs> it would be like, okay, I'm over this. You're not treating me, me right. I'm, I'm out, you know? My body would be over me already. It would have kicked myself in a butt, <laughs> for sure, and would have left <laughs> to be with someone else that would actually treat it right. But it's not. It's still here with me. So <laughs> thank you, body, because... Because you're really re resilient. <laughs> and I think that's really important for you to, to tune in to that message. You know, what, what are you conveying to your body? What's the message that you are constantly, aware or not, telling your body? And I think that's important for you to become aware. Again, anchor yourself to this present moment. Anchor yourself to being aware, to being observant of what you're telling your body. So that's really important. And something that's very interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. But there are loads of experiments in which... People go and they say like very beautiful things to, I think it's, I, I'm not sure if it's like a water molecule or like, like a pond of water or something. I'm going to put all of the references and the sources in the description of this episode. So if you want to check it out with more detail, you can go ahead and check it out on the description of the episode. But basically, it was an experiment in which the guy says beautiful things to, I think it was a, a water molecule, and then it go, the guy goes and say horrible things to the water as well. And then he takes microscopic photos of the, of the molecule, and it's, like, it's mind-blowing. Because the molecules of water in which he said beautiful things and in which he played beautiful songs, it was so perfectly, like, perfect sacred geometry. And then the water molecule in which he said bad things, he said, I hate you, you're horrible, blah, blah, blah. It was not a beautiful, <laughs> it was not a beautiful pattern. It was, you could see that the molecule was sad, you know? And if 90, I think it's 90, but if 90 or 80% of our body is made up of water, can you imagine how your body is reacting to the things that you're saying to it? And again, 
that was a very big changer for me because when I looked at those at those experiments, I was like, oh my, oh my God, my body has must have like a very weird non sacred geometry kind of pattern in my molecules because I'm saying so many bad and horrible things to it. And so I really started changing the message that it was conveying to my body. But I could only do that once I actually realized and became aware of the thought patterns that I had had in relation to my body and another thing inside of this topic that i that i think it's really important is also for you to become aware of things that you do that are not being beneficial to you and and the relationship you're trying to build with your body so for example for me i really had to stop weighing myself so i haven't weighed myself in months and it's something that it's like it it's horrible for me it's horrible i might be feeling great about my body and that i step on a scale and that i feel shit and so this is super super important to be aware of because if something is not making you feel great in in regards to your relationship with your body don't do it stop doing it you know so i stopped weighing myself i do something which i think it's really really not great but i'm still trying to stop it but it's hard for me which is body checking which is constantly like touching your body or looking at yourself in the mirror or and checking for i don't i don't even know what i'm checking for but yeah checking your body in the mirror and stuff like that and so those are two things that i'm really aware of and i'm trying to stop because they do not make me feel great about my body and in regards to body acceptance it's two things that are really really not beneficial <laughs> at all so be aware of those things as well in regards to your journey with body acceptance and now moving on for our final top tip on body acceptance and that is creating a self-love routine Oh, and this one I love so much I'm so, I'm like passion, really passionate about it and it changed my life in so many ways as well and I hope it changes yours as well <laughs> so for me once I became aware of all of those thought patterns and all of those things that my mind was telling my my body and how my body was perfect for what it was I was then ready to move on and take some actions and that was in building my self-love routine so maybe you already have a self-love routine so for example maybe you wake up every day and you go and have your coffee and then you create this beautiful breakfast or it can be anything but the thing for me that was a very big thing was when i started to actually embed any routine that i had with the idea of self-love so instead of creating my breakfast and thinking i'm just creating my breakfast i was actually creating my breakfast and thinking i'm creating this breakfast because i love my body and i honor my body and touching on my body and and feeling like okay what do you want to eat for breakfast today body you you are in charge just tell me what you want i trust you i trust your intuitive eating things <laughs> cues and i trust you you know just tell me what you want and then my body would go oh, okay i want avocado on toast and then i would go and create this breakfast but always with this idea in mind of 
honoring my body and creating this relationship with my body. So I think it's important for us to embed this idea in any routine that we have, that we may already have, of self-love. I think this is really important because instead of just having this routine for the heck of it or because you have to or whatever, you're then actually thinking, okay, this is my precious self-love moment. So maybe, for example, at night you love lighting candles and sitting on your bed and reading. So I think the thing for me that, that really changed was lighting the candles and being conscious and being present and thinking, this is my self-love moment. This is my self-love moment. Because it really creates, again, <laughs> this idea of a relationship, of building a relationship with your body. So it's as if you were going on a date, for example, like a, an amazing date with your body. And so, for example, <laughs> I love this topic. Uh, you could go, for example, you could grab your boyfriend or girlfriend and go for a stroll in the park. A random stroll in the park, you know, that's great. But then can you imagine if you actually grab your boyfriend or girlfriend or your partner and go for like a proper date, like both of you knowing that this is a special date on the park, just the feeling of being on a special date already makes it a different thing, you know? It already makes it more special. So it's the same with your body. You could just randomly light up some candles and read a book. But if you actually light up your candles with the intention of being in a self-love routine, in a date, quote-unquote, with your body, that's 100% different. Like, that's so different because it really builds this idea of specialness, of a precious moment that you're giving yourself and that you're, and that you're giving your body. So this is really big. I think this is the first thing inside of building the self-love routine is this idea of embedding moments that you already have a kind of routine or a kind of of yeah something that you already do with your own self but really embed this something that you do with this idea of self-love I think this is very big and then the other aspect of it is actually creating a routine and sticking to it so make sure that you have every day it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter how long it is it doesn't like it doesn't matter but make sure you do have every day, at least once a day, something that you're doing for yourself. So you can start building this relationship with your body. Again, the more you build a deeper connection and a deeper relationship with your body, the harder it's going to be for your mind and your ego to point flaws and to say bad things, horrible things about your own body, your temple. Your perfect, perfect, perfect temple. And so it can be something like practicing yoga. But then again, do not go and practice yoga just thinking about, I don't know, building muscle or like burning off calories. Go and practice yoga thinking about building this connection to your body. So constantly ask your body how it is, how it's doing. Ask your body to bring yourself the intentions that it wants to work on on that specific day or you can go and stop to meditate or you can yeah light your candles and 
and go read a book or even if you want just like watch watch some netflix you know <laughs> but make it make it a self-love routine or even if you want to connect yourself to your body in an intimate way make it a self-love routine don't make it a random thing in your day make it really special and be present in the moment you know i think that's that's really really important so in the end like this self-love routine can be anything that you love doing it can be dancing i love dancing like just putting some music on and dancing in a weird way but no one's watching <laughs> so it's fine <laughs> it's so fun you know like just go and explore your body and talk to it and build this relationship and this connection with it in any kind of way that you like so yeah guys that's it for this episode i really really do love talking about self-love body acceptance body positivity again as i said it's not a linear journey it's a journey in general it's always about the things that you're overcoming it's always about the things that you are getting better at moment by moment present moment by present moment and that's the beautiful thing is for you to to really dive deep into your own self and build this journey little by little by little by little so yeah i am really really grateful for you being here thank you so much for listening until the end of this episode i hope this episode inspired you to build some kind of self-love routine or build some kind of deeper connection and relationship to your body in some way and also make sure to reach out to me on instagram and tell me what you loved what was the big tip that you most loved and most changed your life <laughs> in this episode and i would love also to know about your self-love routines and what you do to connect and to build this relationship with your body as well because i also want some inspirations so i would be really happy if you went over to my instagram and connected with me and also make sure to share this episode with someone you think might enjoy it and might be needing to hear something from this i hope you have a beautiful a very 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 beautiful and inspiring day and we'll see each other next week bye